What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Melodic, and you're listening to STP Radio. Nothing you hear on this show is financial advice. Welcome back to another episode of STP Radio. This is your boy, Chris, a.k.a. Melodic. Today, we are speaking with the team over at Fangang. If you're interested in the project, if you're already in the project, this would be a great listen, and there's some serious alpha at the end. And don't forget, every Wednesday at 7.30 EST, we are live on Twitter. Without any further ado, let's get into it. We have Paka here, obviously, and we have the Fangang official, which I would be Junchi. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Beautiful. What's up? What's up? All right. So just to get things kicked off the way I think we'll, we'll go with this, uh, we'll just do a little intro. I'm going to read off some numbers just to kind of put things in perspective for people who are unaware of Fangang, what they've accomplished, and go through some of the stats. Most of the people listening, though, are probably very familiar with the project, probably even more so than myself and then we can if anyone has questions we can you know hopefully bring some people up and ask questions stuff like that we're going to aim for a half hour or 45 minutes give packa some time to do whatever he needs to do before his meeting so just to kind of put in some perspective here about the project we're sitting at 6172 eth volume which as of right now that's like eight million dollars in usd value which is incredible for the volume since mint supply is at 8,888. The mint was on August 30th, 2021, which was 470 days ago. And we're still out here, which is phenomenal. In the last seven days, in the last seven days, sales are actually up 200%. You gotta love that. You love to see it. That's crazy. That's crazy. I think Fangma sparked it, right? I think it did. Some big sales coming in. We have like 69% of the collection owns one. So the unique ownership is sitting at 47%, and we only have 3% listed, which is phenomenal. I looked into some other collections. The collection is aggressive and staking. You can get it down to about one, but most collections are sitting between four and six that have been established. So sitting at 3% listed, you love to see it. So first of all, great job on, on the project. I mean, the numbers are just really, really good. I think we're moving into an era or a meta of people wanting to place bets on teams that have executed over a long period of time. And I think that's exactly what we're seeing here. So to start things off, maybe just a 30 second, because I'm getting tired of speaking. So let's hear from the people that everyone's here to really see. Uh, Paka and Junshi, maybe just a little bit of an intro, like what's your deal, where, where you're located. And um, we are actually one of the few projects that are located in Europe. So basically me, I'm in Portugal and it's rainy today, but it's usually super sunny over here and a great place to live and a great place to run uh, a, a brand like this. And and Junchi is in, on, on the Netherlands. So we're Europe-based, which sometimes makes it hard to hop on spaces and, and get people together because there's a lot of people from the other side of the world, right? Yeah, totally. No, that is extremely true. And I think that's one of the nice things about if we can get some community spaces going is we can kind of cover the entire world in a sense because if, if you know from my perspective at this point a lot of the holder base is european and it'd be nice if we can start to grow that audience on on this side of the of the ocean yeah and it's a it's a plus that this will also be on spotify then so people in different times zones can listen back as well and that's the that's the real hack that's the real unlock exactly so, what I wanted to, I just have a few things to kind of like ask questions and, and then 
um, we can kind of carry on with if anyone wants to raise their hand. But to make this an episode that people can get a good idea of the project that we can, I could refer people to because, you know, I've been getting some DMs from people like, why did you buy, blah, blah, blah. Um, if I could just say, hey, check this out, that'd be super easy and beneficial. So what does like Fangang mean to you? And like, what is the goal of the brand? And either one of you can answer this. That's, that's, that's a great question and something we've been uh, answering daily for the past year and a half. Um, I would say like we're super focused on on our IP. That's that's like the base pillar of everything we do. But we're a brand super oriented to the community, and 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 you can see that like there's a lot of projects that started in the Fangan community. A lot of businesses that started just because people connected uh, as Fangsters, and we try to nurture their that as much as possible. So. There's a lot of community rewarding uh, in everything we do. So we, we, we minted last August. Well, not last August anymore. It was the year before. Um, and and for, for the past year and a half, uh, we've been giving back a lot to the community and we've been establishing like the, the perfect place for people to build something together. Uh, of course, uh, for us um, on, on the team, uh, the character is something that we've been uh, developing on uh, and we, we've we been expanding the IP beyond Web3 because it started as an NFT project, but nowadays it's it's way more than that for us. Uh, we launched a clothing brand. Uh, we did some experiments on, on the gaming territory. That's not something like we're going to build hard on, but it, it was fun to work on that. So we, we basically... Uh, work on expanding the IP in the hopes that that expansion will bring more value to the community, more value to the holders. Uh, and I mean, if we can get the fangsters out there, make them worldwide recognizable, um, I'm pretty sure everyone will win. So that's what we've been working on. So in a sense, would you say it's it's similar vision? Just to kind of, you know, sometimes comparing things can kind of kind of help you uh, wrap your head around it so in a sense the the goal it's an ip play so it's like if we can build this intellectual property up to a point that it's recognizable outside of web3 then that could lead to a potential for a new factor to come in and value which would be collectability where people are buying this now because it's a known ip and it adds that kind of collectability factor which is what i would say that like v friends series 2 is kind of targeting is, is that a fair point yeah, absolutely. And I, I think, for instance, what, what you're doing with your brand is the perfect example of what can be done with the Fangster. Uh, we, you, right now, you, you opted to, to use your Fangster as the face of your podcast, of, of what we're building here right now. And I think there's way, way more possibilities for that. That's, that's, that's something we want to build upon uh, in the next year, like giving the tools to holders uh, to expand their characters uh like make make better use of the what what have been pfp so far um and i think like if the brand expands the characters become way more recognizable uh beyond web3 because that's what we've been working on until until now um i think the the potential uh will be huge of course we have to be aware of our size of uh, of the market we're in right now but everything we've done so far um was was done in that direction you know like to expand the characters to connect with other brands to connect to to make events where the characters can stand out and people can have fun so 
we're super community oriented, but we the drive is always the character and the the storyline we're building um, upon it. I really I love to hear that. I think a meta, not even a meta, a pen. I mean, I'm going to use this word, the risky word, utility, a potential great utility. Not a only fan game, but any project. And you see, kind of happen with Sapiusilus is creating tools that actually empower your holders to be content creators. Because once you do that, you're you essentially are arming your holders to market your product for you and create their own audience. <clears throat> so even just you coming on here with me today is mutually beneficial and stuff like that is just, I think that is a, a potential utility, I guess you could call it. You see the, the Sappy Seals are creating a tool that actually will allow their holders to make memes, however that's gonna work, but that is like, very very smart and i've been thinking about this more and more is like whichever projects can allow for content creation to be easy and projects that allow for people to network those could really end up being the ultimate utilities outside obviously of things like collectability which you're definitely going for which i think is is super smart so i definitely love to hear that your kind of mind is in that kind of realm because it's just super powerful for for everyone and it's mutually beneficial I had a kind of a like a fun question here. Like, what are what are some of your favorite traits? Oh, that's easy. Grails. Grails is uh, is definitely my favorite. That that's also why I chose it, obviously. <laughs> yeah, and it's a community favorite, also. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, I, I love my fur coat. I I can't deny that. But some of my favorite, uh, all time favorites, as the bunny ears. I love that trait. I don't know why. Uh, and. And like the unibrow face has grown on me lately because it's super grumpy, but I think it's it's so funny. So that's that's one of my recent faves, and it's a common one. So that's yeah, it was nice. Yeah, both stellar. I gotta go with. I'm, I'm a fan of hoodies on 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 NFTs, just like any in any of them. Like I see Longa there, it's got the hoodie. So I'm trying to anytime I see a hoodie now at a good price, I'm gonna sweep that thing up because I'm. I'm super bullish on hoodies. I think they look cool. And it's like, if I go to an event, I can literally wear the same hoodie as my NFT, which is super cool. And I really like the fur coat. The fur coat has such boss vibes. Like, I'm going to get one. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking with some people to see if I can scoop up a nice one. And the brain head. The brain is unreal. It's just so cool. So, I agree. The brain head is, uh, yeah. And also the cup head is also one of my favorites. Yes. Very unique. So, yeah. Something I did I, want. I, sorry, go ahead. No, I was saying I don't think I have any of those because whenever I see a a, a fancer with a rare trait, I on, on the floor or something, I I can't buy it. I leave it for the community because yeah, it same. it wouldn't be right. So most of my fancers have like uh, common or uncommon traits, except like my furco. I pre I as a holder, I definitely appreciate that because um, especially new people coming if they can pick up something kind of more rare on the floor. I mean that's that's always really nice I, w I wanted to get a little bit more more personal here with the two of you in a sense of asking about um you're both founders and both artists so in that sense did you both work on the art for the project or was one of you kind of leading the way so how what was the dynamic there um yeah that was kind of a unique experience because uh before we launched we got together with two devs and Pakami are both artists so we both already had a vision in mind and then we kind of had to work together on the art uh, to make it work and, and kind of find a middle way of both our visions for a character and for all the traits and the color palette and stuff like that. 
Um, so in the end, yeah, we both worked on the art. I'd say we did about 50-50 on the traits and on the fur patterns and, and the character itself. So yeah, it's a product of both our brains, basically. And and it was a, a long but but fun process. It was super long. We we had like to to find a common ground where we could both draw because we have different styles originally. Uh, and 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 the fangsters are are the result of those styles combined. That that was fun. That was a fun experiment, to be honest. If we were to look at your art outside of the Web three space, does the the fang art aesthetic does it lean towards one of your styles more, or is it really a true representation of both of them combined? Um, I think we it's it's definitely a combination, and but I do think that one thing is very central in both our uh, styles and interests. It's the street side of all the things. So fang gang is definitely a streetwear. Uh, graffiti-oriented uh, aesthetic to it, and that's that's definitely uh, one of our major interests for both of us. And do you have any art available that people can view online, like individually, like even outside of Web three? Um, for me, it's mostly what I post on Twitter. I sometimes post uh, like little sketches I did, uh, but we also both did a piece for the Fang anniversary event we did in August, so people could collect our work uh, for the Fang anniversary event we did. I'm not sure about Paka, though. Maybe he has a portfolio somewhere. No, I think most of my recent stuff is on Twitter. Um, yeah. the, 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 I think the fun thing about uh, the way I create is that I'm always looking for new stuff to try out. So I, I, it, it's, it's weird for me to keep the style for Fang Gang for so long because I'm always trying new stuff. I'm always trying new techniques and, and even new mediums. Um, and, and like to... To draw the same way for so long uh, for a brand, um, it's definitely a challenge because I'm, I'm super. Um, how do you say it? I'm 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 always excited about new stuff, you know. So I, I when I see something new, I want to try it. I want to practice it, and and that's like my portfolio, my previous art, and my current art actually um, is is totally related to that way of creating. I wonder if you've ever considered creating like a portfolio that would be say launch on OpenSea and it, like the art wouldn't even necessarily be in Fang Gang style. Just I know the founder of World of Women, um, John of like, yeah, yeah. Oh man, anyway, I'm drawing a brink on her name, but I know she has a one-on-ones on OpenSea, which occurred quite a bit of value simply just from who she is. So I think having some of your art on, on the chain blockchain is that a thought uh well we do have that already because we originally started uh in nfts as one one artists basically and that's how we met as well we met in a group chat for artists and people who had their own collection um so there's already paka and junchi <laughs> individual artwork minted on the blockchain uh, way before fangang even was a thought that popped in their brain alpha alert okay so <laughs> that's something i have to look into i'm definitely gonna go look at those because i'm super curious to to see those those styles so mega alpha i absolutely love that um, i wanted to dive into some some of the things that the fang gang has accomplished in these 470 days it's been a wild ride full of ups and downs but i mean the things that have been accomplished are, i think i'm rugging can you hear me guys we can hear you you're yeah, back you're there oh all right you love to see it. Welcome back. Team's done a lot. Created Pixel Fangs, launched a liquidity pool on NFTX, 
they do the Fangmas events each year in Microverse called New Fang City, Utility Token, Premium Clothing Line, and a whole slew of other things. We had to get Packa back up here. And I wanted to... Um, so, Packa, you're back. You're good. Sorry, I was rugging, guys. Couldn't hear you, Chris. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yep. Beautiful. So maybe maybe talk us through a little bit about the Pixel Fangs. Like, what are they? Oh, that 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 was a fun experiment uh, last year, um, and we actually ended up on expanding it uh, because it started when 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 every uh, PFP project was launching last year. Um, a derivative, like a pixel derivative, would come out of it, like one or two weeks after. And we thought, why not make it ourselves? Why not make our own pixel art fangsters um, ourselves? And we had a friend uh, in the space for a while that's that's a pixel master, uh, which is Pixel Hands. And we worked with him to develop the, the pixel fangsters. And it was super quick. Like It took less than a week to do the whole collection. That guy is a machine. Um, and we ended up doing fun stuff with it, doing like later on, we did the super pixel fangsters. We have plans to do more stuff with them in the future. And they ended up being like a good entry point for newbies or for newcomers, uh, to, to the fang gang, um, universe, you know, it's their, their, their entry point is cheaper than fangsters. It, it was way cheaper back then. Um, and, and we kind of increase the community uh, thanks to the, the Pixel Fangsters. And something funny that happened is that a lot of people prefer, actually prefer the Pixel Fangsters, especially the Super Pixel Fangsters, than the Fangsters. So it's nice to see like a lot of uh, previous holders that um, ended up holding less Fangsters than Pixel Fangsters because they got addicted to it. So it's 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 been a nice experiment, and we ever since we launched it, uh, we decided that, that it would be like our creative playground. So I, I think things are changing now, but back back in the days, people were super uh, protective of the metadata, and if there was any metadata change. Uh, people would freak out about it. And we decided to use the Pixel Fangsters uh, for that, to have fun with it. So we can change them. We can uh, make people upgrade them uh, in the future, add traits, etc. So it's kind of a creative playground for us right now. And don't forget, they, they're also a free mint uh, because we definitely wanted every Fangster holder uh, that was currently holded to have a Pixel Fang of their own. So we made it a free mint, and it's actually still ongoing. There are 6,687 of them, so there's roughly 2,000 more to be minted. And it's always still fun when someone finds a fangster on the floor, for example, that still has an unclaimed pixel fangs attached to it. Yeah, that actually happened to me yesterday. I, I picked up four off the floor, and the community being the way it is, someone was like, yo, by the way, like one of your one of your, your fangs has a claimable pixel fang and I actually didn't have any pixel fangs yet. So I was able to claim that, you know, I was sitting there spamming refresh, waiting for that metadata update and sure enough, a beauty appeared. And so now I'm, I'm in the pixel fang world too. And I, I do like the idea of being able to have different style of art. Like if you're not, maybe you just like pixel art and this would give you that ability. Now, the one thing that I think can confuse newbies to a project is, you know, 
you guys have like a lot of people have been here the entire time you see things roll out so it's very clear and understandable but if you're just rolling into this project like you guys have done so many things like there's there's a lot to the project um it can get a little confusing so to kind of demystify and maybe as if you're speaking to a child i guess like how would you describe the upgrade process and to a pixel fang and and and, and why would we do it it's actually very simple. So um, we have the utility token AWU, uh, and every fangster earns AWU passively. So you don't have to stake, you don't have to pay gas to, to stake it or put it away or whatever. You just earn it passively. Um, and your pixel fang earns AWU as well passively, just a little less than the fangster. And once you've earned enough, you can buy a pixel chip in our microverse. Um, once you did that, that, once you have done that, you can apply it to a pixel fang of your choice and it just upgrades. So it's, it's, very, it's a pretty simple process, actually. Um, I guess for, for newbies, they have to keep in mind that there are some medium articles that will be like kind of smart to, to read to, through if they're just new into the Avu Studios ecosystem, basically. Yeah. Basically, it's like applying a power-up in a game. You just add it to your Pixel Fangster and boom, he evolves. And the benefit of evolving is, does it become more rare? Does it get, like, does it look better? Like, what's the mythology? Objectively, they look better, yes. <laughs> uh, but they also earn a little bit more wood than a non-super Pixel Fangster. Gotcha, so you earn more. Okay, no, that makes perfect sense to me. I appreciate that kind of clarity on that. Uh, the next thing was we launched a, or sorry, you launched a liquidity pool on NFTX, which until now I actually wasn't super familiar with that. So is the idea that you can put your fangings in there and people can essentially like trade them or is it like a different marketplace? Like what's the thought process behind that? So uh, in, in the beginning, we wanted people to uh, be able to use it to trade their fangsters for fangsters with other traits that would be more appealing to them or um and and a second way of using is uh if you want to drop something uh, on on the floor instead of uh, doing it on OpenSea, you can sell it to the pool and instantly get your your eat for for that so it was basically a way to give people more agility in the market, you know, in case you wanted to trade your fangster or you wanted to sell it pretty quick, there was a pool for it that it has uh, liquidity and you can sell your fangster to the pool uh, based on the current uh, pool price for it. Um, and and other things that people have been doing uh, with, with the NFTX pool, NFT pool is uh, they can stake their fangsters and earn a bit of those sales that happen to the pool. Uh, there's I, I can't recall the exact commission, but if you have um, fangsters staked there, uh, you you can't move it. Of course, they're staked, but you get like a percentage of each sale to the pool or each uh, trade that happens inside the pool. So it's basically a way for uh, fangsters to uh, get more agility on on their assets. That's super super cool. One of my issues I've had with so my other collection, especially my doodleist, he had a cigarette, which seems like all my favorite NFTs always had cigarettes, and I never understood that. Um, I don't smoke, and I don't necessarily, you know, I don't, I don't care. Like it was cool, I'll rock it, but I always thought it'd be cool if I could trade it. 
for another floor. So that I really like that concept. That's that's really nice. Uh, how long has the NFTX been around? Do you know, or how long have you had the pool up? Um, we had it since uh, September uh, 2021, I think. Gotcha. So it's tried and true. Yes, 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 for sure. And each year, it seems like there's a Fangmas event going on. This year, we have the plushies. Last year, what what was going on last year? Um, so last year, we had a big art event. Uh, we had, um, how many artists did we? I think 12, right? 12, yeah. It was 12 yeah. days of Fangmas, yeah. Yes, exactly. So we're pretty known for, for getting, uh, like putting the spotlight on artists we know and love and friends of ours. Uh, ever since we launched, basically, when we had also had like 10 one one uh, thanks in the collection uh, made by friends and artists we know and love as well. Um, so we figured for for our first Thangmas, uh, we would do a big, huge art uh, advent calendar, basically. So you could pick one day, but one day only, and you wouldn't know what is under, uh, what what's inside the gift. Uh, so you could only claim once. And you kind of had to speculate and, and, and talk with other fans, like which day are you choosing, which day are you choosing. Um, some people just went full out day one and they loved it. Uh, some people waited till the very last day and they also loved it. I mean, all the art pieces were super cool. Um, and there was also a little trading going on, like some people loved one artist more than the other and then they traded around a little bit. So it was all just good, good fun of, of wonderful art being airdropped to our holders. And, and we actually, and we actually had fun like dropping little clues on Discord so people could figure out or at least try to yeah. figure out who was the artist behind uh, each each day. So that that was a big uh, fun part of it. You fast forward a year later, we're still out here making Fagmas a fun event, <laughs> and it's the plushie this year. Yeah, it was it was kind of hard because we 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 raised the bar pretty high last year, I think. Um, so this year we wanted to go all out with like a super unique minting experience for the plushies. Uh, like many of the OGs know the plushies, uh, were a long way coming. So, um, in order to launch them properly, we had to do it big and we had to do it right. Uh, so using Fangmas for that made the most sense to us, like plushies, Christmas gifts. It's just one-on-one is two, you know? Um, so yeah, this year with Fangmas, you, you go to thanks to Klaus workshop and you, you play a game of cards with him, you pick up a few cards and you mint, you get a guaranteed plushie and you can earn more prizes uh, on top of that plushie that you minted. Which aligns perfectly with the goal of pushing the IP towards kind of a, all the value you can offer with three, but also the collectability standpoint. So I think that's a good execution on your behalf. And we that's also, exactly. Um, I know I'm, I'm trying, we have uh, like a few more things to bring up and then we'll, we'll end this to get, to give the team lots of time before their next call and, and try to keep the, uh, the duration under 45 minutes. So the next point is, the, so there's a, there's a macroverse called Newfang City. So maybe just really quickly, what exactly is a macroverse? Um, so a macroverse or a microverse, however you want to call it. Sorry, um, it's micro. Or- I'm, it's micro. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not it's micro. It's basically the same that thing, is my right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, it's basically a more slimmed down uh, version of I, I would say a big metaverse location you would picture in your in your head. 
um, uh, it's also 2D and it's browser-based. Um, um, and it's basically our little version of the city that Fangsters live in. Uh, so we stylized it to really feel and match the collection as a whole with the same kind of color palette um, and all kinds of buildings that Fangsters would love to visit, so like a record store, a, an arcade hall, the Wild Fang Streetwear store, obviously, uh, but also an art gallery because uh, NFTs are first and foremost about the art. Uh, so we wanted to push that as well. And there's also the, the bank there that you can uh, utilize to manage your AWU that you've earned. Um, and there's a couple more buildings there. Uh, I think the most recent one we opened was the Fang House for the Fang anniversary event. And next up are the record store and the, um, the city hall, uh, which we also have plans for. So is the record store currently open or is that something coming? Uh, it's still something that, that we want to um, make something special for. We used it for our anniversary event um, where we had two amazing artists who are also Fangster holders uh, perform. They did a live performance there and people could watch it live on YouTube by clicking on the record store basically, but you can't enter yet. <clears throat> amazing. So still lots coming, team's still building. You love to see it. We have obviously the utility token. There's lots of purposes for that within the ecosystem. And then we have the premium clothing line. So maybe just talk a little bit about that. That's that's another one of our big projects within Fangang. Uh, because if, if you notice the characters, and well, you can look at your own right now. Uh, he's wearing a Wild Fang hoodie, right? And when we launched the collection, uh, we already had a plan. We wanted to build a collection that would allow us to then uh, create a streetwear brand that the characters wore um, and that their holders could wear too. Uh, so basically what, what's happening right now is, uh, for instance, with a Wild Fangs tee we have on, on the store right now, it's based on the tee that uh, Fangsters wear. So our main idea for it was to let holders wear the same uh, wearables that they, they their characters did. Uh, we ended up expanding it, and if you look at uh, the first collection we launched, which is called uh, Life in New Fang City, it's based on storylines and traits and something that happened uh, in the community before, and we ended up creating like the the garment pieces based on on those stories. But um, our idea is to expand the brand, uh, as we've talked before, we expand the Wild Fangs brand beyond Web3 and actually make it accessible for people that aren't even connected with NFTs, aren't even in uh, in the crypto world, but like streetwear, like the the pieces with design, so they can still acquire it and they they can still wear it, uh, regardless of being in this universe. So it started as a brand that the characters used, but uh, it it turned out to be. Uh, way more than that and our plans for it is to keep on expanding it and get it into retailers uh getting it into the mainstream media and and not leave it just connected to the nft utility so the so that just that just kind of ties back to the ultimate vision of building out the ip beyond web3 and actually creating value for holders through the collectability side, but also through just execution on all these plans, which is, which is you know, you, you love to see it. Is there any key points or things that you'd like to um, 
say before we, we wrap this up? Did I miss anything? Oh, there, there's a lot to talk about, but maybe we can talk a bit about uh, the future and, and what we are uh, planning for, for next year. Yep. It, it's, I mean, there's no alpha being shared, but uh, you, you can expect us to keep on building um, on the characters, to keep on uh, developing uh, the community feeling and the, like a healthy place for people to build their projects and to um, create their own content, create... Uh, their 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 own characters based on our IP. We want to uh, put the tools out there for for that to happen. Uh, either is uh, ways to export your traits, ways to export your characters. Um, basically, uh, make it easily accessible for people that hold fangsters to use them uh, as much as they want. Because we've been talking about it for a while, but we never did any, anything specific for it. I mean, we share the characters, we, we like the, the, the terms fuse are open to that, but we, we haven't put the tools out there to do that. So, uh, that's, that's one of the things we have in mind. Of course, this is strategy at this point. We, we will work on that, uh, next year. Um, and, and another thing that we've been working on and we hope to start seeing the results, uh, maybe uh, I'd say first first quarter next year as the brand expansion to uh, retail to other places uh, beyond, uh, well, the NFT marketplaces and the, the places we know right now. Uh, we, I, I mean, I don't want to jinx it. We have some good stuff aligned, so I'm not going to talk about it right now. But um, but yeah, we're excited for, for what's coming and expanding the IP and give the community uh, the tools and the space to grow together is, is definitely our drive for next year. So there's a bunch of stuff to look forward to is what you're saying. So despite what we built so far, you know, the list goes on and on. We could talk about everything. It would take us hours. There's, it sounds like there's potentially tools for content creators, whatever that looks like. And then big plays in expanding the IP. You yes, love exactly. to see it. That that's it. That's it. We've only just begun. We're early. I love it. We're we're early. We're 470 days in, and team's still here, still executing. The community's growing every day. Sales are up 200%. We've only got 3% listed. The floor's on the rise. I mean, things are things are looking good. We're empowering our holders. Um, I, I think this is this is a really good thing. So, if that's it, I appreciate your time. We're 40 minutes in. This is perfectly on, on point. And I appreciate everyone for tuning in. I don't see any hands raised, which is the reason that I'm just saying we're, we're, we're all good. So thank you so much. And I'm super excited to be here and we will continue to build. Bye. Thanks, Grace. Pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. See ya. Bye-bye.